Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Osiris. Welcome to another episode of Goose Chicks Podcast, an all-women-led show focused on the band Goose and the community that supports them. I'm Leslie Mack, producer and co-host. Today, we present the next episode in our Gonna Turn It Up Some series with the band Mr. Please, a groovy rock band from Louisville, Kentucky, fusing fresh, danceable tracks with groovy, ethereal jams. Our contributors, Hannah and Chelsea, caught up with the members of Mr. Please at Summer Camp Music Festival to talk about their music, the jam band scene, and more. We'll be right back after a quick break with this fun interview. See you walking from across the street Wondering what the hell is wrong with me Tell me now who you judge Looking down upon freaks like us So whatever live at Summer Camp Music Festival 2023. We're chilling at the Groove Save tent. We love Ashley. Uh, part of Groove Save's mission is to help stop unwanted touching at shows. 
And so her work, she's a nonprofit, and her work helps to build consent culture at festivals, any live gathering, um, live music. She's at Goose Shows. Check her out. If you see her, she's awesome. And the other reason why we love her is because she just provides safe space if you want to chill and kick it with homies. And so that's exactly what we're doing today with the amazing band, Mr. Please, who we caught yesterday. Yes. No, for real. We uh, we, we caught your set. Now, here's what happened. We were in line, and it was taking a really long time for some reason. And we were like, if we miss Mr. Please, we're going to yeah. be so mad. Um, but we made it in we time. Just made it. And it was really, it was a lot of fun. We were both grooving and dancing. Um, so, if y'all want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, um, I'm Jared McClellan. I play bass, and I handle our audio production right now. Nice. I'm Nico Extra, and I do the keys. I'm Max Voorhees, and I play guitar, rhythm, sometimes lead, sometimes both. <laughs> and I am Sam McCurdy, and I play percussion. So one thing I noticed when we were at your show is, you know, it was like early Thursday, there wasn't a huge crowd, but the crowd that was there had high vibes. Like, you know, you could tell this was your Louvo crew. They were like getting down. I loved the dancing. I went up and was like talking to people afterwards. Like, wow, like you were a joy to dance or like watch and see. Like you made me want to dance, you know? So like, what's the what's the vibe like in your hometown of Louisville? Like, what's the jam scene like? Uh, we're really blessed to have uh, an absolutely incredible music scene. Uh, yeah. Not just like with jam music, but uh, we have an incredible metal scene, an incredible hip hop scene. Uh, I feel like a growing EDM and electronic scene. Hell yeah! Um, and the biggest thing about Louisville is that everybody everybody supports each other. Um, it's there's always something going on in the city, and uh, people really like to get out and uh, see their favorite bands. And, Especially in the jam community, we have, you know, Bellwood Tavern, which a lot of Goose fans know, you know, Goose played there in 2019, actually, uh, four years ago today, and um, kind of, like, kicked off, like, a, a bit of a revival in Louisville's jam uh, community, and uh, Bellwood's kind of the heart and soul of that, so you get a lot of people who just, like, want to keep coming out and seeing what you're doing, and mostly just try to get you on the road, so see you stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I do a lot of shows and festivals with friends in Cincinnati, and they'll go to Louisville a lot for shows. So, yeah, I know there's a pretty good scene, but just, like, kudos to your fans and your homies because, like, yeah. they were giving us life after <laughs> we were in line for a minute, and, like, we were just, like, music, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah we were standing outside of the festival, like, waiting to load in, and I uh, saw the line, and Kind of thought the same thing. We had a couple friends that couldn't make it in time because they got yeah. caught. But the ones who did showed out. We, we they love, sure we did. We love them very much. And if they're if they're listening to this, they know we love them very much. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, so definitely, I could tell from like your your audience engagement that you do a lot of festivals. Like it seemed like as like a musician and just like as a audience member, like a fan. So. What's your favorite festival? Um, That's a hard question, hard I know. <laughs> so my favorite festival memory. Um, Hell yeah. Mr. Please has only been playing for like live uh, for a couple of years now, not even two years. Um, but our first show was actually the night before Fred Fest. So yeah, we Fred played Fest a, we dope. played a set, and uh, and me and me and Max woke up the next morning at like eight o'clock in the morning and drove. Seven and a half hours to see music use at Fred Fest. And, oh, yeah. yeah, it was um, awesome. Great festival. Yeah, it was a great festival. Just like coming off the show, it was like kind of a, oh man, what if we could do this? You know, just like not just be in the crowd, but like, yeah. you know, play a set and then hang out. And 
since then we played like what five festivals now six oh, festivals. no we just got been, been a run. yeah we just got back from one last month at okay. backwoods at mulberry mountain and we actually like won like they have these like battle of bands things where people yeah. vote for you so we won that to play there and then we won another one to play here and we yeah. played them back to back so it was like a thursday we played the one for backwoods and then we won and we played the one friday for here and then we won both of them so that's awesome. yeah it's kind of been wow. like kicking off our yeah. festival I mean, journey in a way something because we keep hearing about you from everyone that's yeah. we're like all right everyone we'll go check them out so um you guys your sound was really awesome like we were dancing a lot obviously um how would you describe like your sound to someone who's never heard your music before um <laughs> I, whatever that's whatever somebody asked me i just i'd like the, the funky jam band shit like you know oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. but also that's a little you know it's a little um kind of boils it down to something it's not it's we just have a, we we're really into improv. Um, none of us are like classically trained or jazz trained musicians, so it's a lot of it's just pushing each other and um, to, to step out of our comfort zones musically and socially and um, learn learn more about each other and our styles of music and, and grow together. Um, so really, I think that helps us tap into areas that you know we might we definitely don't plan to get into. Um, it also helps us want to get in, you know, explore. Like, we've been doing a lot of bluegrass stuff lately just to Boot you know, get our chops together, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes we'll get a little jazzy. Just yeah. Like, what were you going to say? You said you needed to answer. I was going to say uh, chill and or groove. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah. all. Yeah. 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 These are all the good descriptors. Yeah. Nice. So you were talking about playing a lot of festivals. Um, how do you, how does like your approach differ when you're coming up with like a festival set versus like a show you're playing? Oh shit. Um, <laughs> um, it's, we're still learning. We're still yeah. learning how to how to balance that. Um, yeah, we, we've had a few sets. We play a lot of two set shows in Louisville, um, but we do a lot of like two band three band bills where we kind of have to put it in like, like a festival context where like we're playing for new people we need right. to pick a song selection that's that's going to give them what they want to hear but also it's easy access um but lately we've written we've really been trying to take our studio practice sessions and put that in a live format um and and, and not be restricted by you know the rules of a festival set because uh, you know you want to appeal to people you want to get new fans but also you don't want to sacrifice your own identity for the sake of um, consumerism, which is yeah. Honestly, I thought you did a really good job of that because, like, you hooked me in a little bit with, like, oh, this is a song off our new um, album or whatever, but it wasn't, like, overkill, but it was enough that I could, like, take a note on my phone to, like, go back and listen to that mm -hmm. album. Yeah. I thought you handled that well. Well, it's also kind of funny, too, because sometimes we'll have a show and then we'll, like, plan it out for, like, a week and we'll be like, hey, we're going to play these songs, we'll talk about it. And then sometimes we're guilty of, like, 30 minutes before we go on, we're like, okay, what, what the fuck are we playing? Like, I love that. And then, and then we'll just do it. We'll be like, okay, we'll, we'll pick them. Or sometimes we'll pick them in the moment or we'll have audibles and switch up songs. And what, what, what friends come up and be like, yo, can I get a set list? And it's like, and we're like, uh, sorry, <laughs> we, we rarely have them written down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rarely <Sorry>. happens. <laughs> I love that for you. That's awesome, though. Does it bring a different energy to your stage presence if you curate the set list differently in those different ways? You can. Sometimes. I, it's, t it's, it's tricky. Sometimes you feel like a little boxed in and you gotta mm -hmm. operate within the bounds of what you know and then other times it's like 
bucket. Like, let's just go. Yeah. Let's just go yeah. for it. Let's see what happens. That's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to feel comfortable with a band that can, like, do both and not stress you out, but you don't have a set list before you play. Yeah, definitely. Um, so... Speaking of festivals, we keep talking about them. Um, what do you love about the festival experience? Um, I just like... I mean, I guess for me personally, it'd be like being able to just like choose to go see shows or not. Mm -hmm. Like, I just like, for example, like maybe today I just want to sit and veg out and just do what I want and then catch a show and then come back later. But my favorite thing about it is obviously the nighttime. You know, with the lights and the vibe shift that happens once the sun goes down, and that's my favorite thing. Um, I don't know what else to say about that, but I just like the, the nature aspect of it. Honestly, the big yeah. festivals, like, just be out in the open. I, I like the people. It, it's fun seeing people just like let their walls down and like peacock around a little bit. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. while, you know get their flare on. You know, or just like. Be a lazy piece of shit, just like do whatever they want, you know. Yeah. It's, there's no judgment, there's no like outside the law, there's no rules to it, and you know, you get some people just like in their in their natural habitat, and they're like, you know, especially when you come to vessels with your friends, you gotta kind of learn, you know, learn more things about your friends that you might not learn when you're just together, right? Uh, especially being in a band, like this past, we've been every weekend for the past seven weeks now going to shows and festivals, and it's kind of like. Wrong, meshing together even more off stage because of it. Yeah. You can't be if you can't be together for long without fighting, then you're not going to talk it all out. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, um, festivals kind of help. Oh, oh, I love that yeah. that side of it. Um, so we're at summer camp. What bands are y'all excited to see at summer camp, or that you might have already seen last night? Goose for sure. Yeah. Okay. It'll be my first time, so I have a lot to learn. Oh, first yeah. show. I got to see the Biscuits last time for the first time. That was cool. They're, they're really yeah, cool. they're good. I saw by there. That was fun. And then uh, Mo. I have not seen Mo. Okay. Um, live. But there's also, like, the undercards have been really great. Snozberries and Bearfuzz yeah, this morning yeah. was great. They're from Columbus. That's where yeah. I'm from. Yeah. They're great. <laughs> cool. um, Jocelyn and the Sweet Compression just played. They're our friends from Lexington, and they're, oh, yeah. they're incredible. Yeah, they crushed it. Yeah, yeah, they were really good. I encourage everybody to go look, check them out. They're, they're fantastic musicians. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool seeing the representation across all all the schemes here. It's not just a, it's not just one vibe. I know EDM's super popular, and like some vessels, I feel like, kind of focus on that, and it's not a, you know, not a bad thing, but the more diverse, the better. Um, I agree. Uh, That's awesome. Well, uh, that's all the questions we had. Um, unless there's anything else you guys want to share with people. Uh, congratulations to you guys. Um, I've been kind of watching y'all put this together for, you know, the past few months. And um, the outreach and the growth is awesome. And, uh, yeah, big thanks for what you're doing to the, for the community. And especially partnering with Groove Safe. It's, it's an important thing. Uh, and, yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Yeah, uh, we're excited to see what comes of Mr. Please. So, um, you want to tell the people where they can find you on socials? So, most of our socials are Mr. Please Music. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Music,
got a lot of live stuff on Bandcamp. Okay. Um, if you're coming down to Louisville for Goose in June, um, yeah. our, friends at house, our friends at Houseplant are playing yes. after party night one. Shout out to Houseplant, Shout out Houseplant. Um, at Brooklyn Ballroom. Mm-hmm. We're playing the next night at Headliners. So. so you're doing the second one? Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I have, like, a couple of my friends can only do night two, and we didn't know that there was an after party for yeah. night two. Yeah, it's yeah. a Headliners. You should definitely come by. We're going to have I'm trying to get like a couple live artists there to do some painting while we play and just That's like you know, yeah it'll be fun keep it going all weekend you know okay, also yeah. we're on Instagram Mr. Please Music as well okay uh, that's like our main social if we had one okay yeah and when he says we're on Bandcamp I mean we have our own stage box and we record all of our stuff that he produces oh, Jared I mean Jared produces yeah. so he right. will go and put them on Bandcamp and then we put most of our live shows that we can record on there as well so it's a wealth of music oh. yeah yeah there's a lot you guys are killing it yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy the doing. rest of your stamp. Thanks for yeah. We'll do. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks again to Mr. Please for taking time out of their very busy summer camp music festival schedule to talk with us. Check out the show notes for links to their socials, tour dates, and more. Goose Chicks podcast is produced by Leslie Mack. That's me with support from sound engineer Matt Dwyer, co-host Alexius Lipo, and contributors Chelsea Long and Hannah Liebreich. Special thanks to our sponsor, Ben and Jerry's, for their support, especially Jay Curley and Jay Tandon. We are a proud member of the Osiris Media family. You can check us out on socials at Goose Chicks Pod and on our website, goosechickspod.com. Remember to subscribe and leave us a review in your favorite podcast app. Also, tell a friend about the show. It really helps us out. Until next time, be kind out there to each other and remember to keep it Ted. Osiris. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from No Effects, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now.